On this episode of the Real Life Caddy Podcast, myself and Zabo meet up to bring you a much shorter than normal bonus episode. We're very proud that 90% of the content on the podcast is evergreen. However, the recent developments in the world of professional golf are just too much for us not to comment on. What exactly is happening in the world of professional golf? What does the merger mean? Will Live Golf continue? Who will run the new golf merger? And will Jay Monaghan remain in a job? We try to discuss and answer all of these questions and ultimately see what it means for the pro game going forward. As always, we want to hear what our listeners think. You can send us your comments, feedback or questions via email, podcast at glorifieddonkey.com or you can contact us on social media. Thanks for listening and we hope you enjoy this episode. Well, 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 some golfers play an emergency nine. We are having an emergency episode. It's episode 113 of the Real Life Carry podcast. It's called, What is the Future of Professional Golf? Fresh from Disneyland, Mike Zabo, welcome back. I am back, yeah. It was uh, it was a long, long trip to Disneyland. We had, we had, some, we had a lot of fun, but I, I kind of equate it to... Uh, you know, you're on a four day job, five day job, and you, you kind of you like the players; they're nice, but enough's enough at the end. And you're on like the 16th, 17th hole, and you're like, "Man, let's just let's get, let's get this in the barn and done, and 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 back home." And uh, it was kind of like that, but we had fun. But I'm back. I'm back. I'm back and working. And uh, that was your fourth or fifth trip to Disneyland this this year already? No, no, that was trip number one. It was an oh, extended was extended vacation, extended stay this time. We stayed a little longer than usual, but it was the first one. But while I was down there, actually, so the the reason this is uh, kind of an in between podcast because you had yes. the last one. So this is this is a bonus episode, folks. Mm-hmm. We just also have to say that the Real Life Carry Podcast is sponsored by. Big Game Golf. So if you haven't already downloaded the golf app, you should go out and do that. And we're, we're open to that public investment fund money too, if you're, you're interested, just That's to right. let you know. And if you, do, if you do download the app, enter the promo code GDONKEY1 or 2, the, num- the number 1 or 2. All lowercase. All lowercase. Mm-hmm. But check out the app. It's a good app. It's very helpful. It would be last week when you were enjoying yourself at Disneyland uh, for the fourth time this year. We... <laughs> I got inundated with emails, texts. Yeah, I was going to say, comments. so So I, I, this is going to be one of those where were you moments. Like, where were you when you first heard the news? Where did you hear it first? Yes, and it's all to do with the merger between the evil of Live Golf and the evil of the PGA Tour, if mm-hmm. you ask me. And merger may not be the right term for it, but they are, uh, yeah, they, they were bought. The PGA Tour was bought. So tell me, where were you and what happened? I was I was actually on a on a shuttle bus going to Disneyland. I was it from the parking lot and I'm on the bus and I look down at my text message and I get this text message from guy we've caddied for, Patrick Chu. You remember Patrick yeah, yeah, and yeah. Hoon and yeah. the gang. And he I get the, it's seven twenty nine in the morning. I'm looking at it right here. It, Tuesday, seven twenty nine, he says, PGA and Live merge into one. I gotta know what you guys think. Patrick Chu. And my reply was, What? And he said, just announced. I'm like Bro, I'm at Disneyland. This is breaking news. He's like, yeah, check your phone. So the first thing I do is go to Twitter, and it's blowing up all over the place. I mean, we, we've we talked about this at length on this podcast. 
this was going to happen at some point. A lot of people didn't think it would. We called this a long time ago. We called you especially called the hypocrisy of everything and and that this was going to happen. And it's come to fruition as we thought it would. I got I got a text 26 minutes earlier than that. Did you? Yeah. It was yeah 703? From, yeah, it was a, a friend of mine called Tim. Tim Burkhart, and he texted it through. And this isn't says, Timmy Blue Tees, is it? No, okay. no, 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 no. <laughs> but he, he just says, wow. And then the text started coming. Yeah, yeah. He texts me shortly, just yeah. it's nonstop. So basically, let's, if you are not familiar with this, or if you are. If you've been has, living under a rock. What has happened in the world of professional golf then? The public investment fund that, that funded Live and started the Live Tour has officially i mean i wouldn't say yeah i would say they bought the pga tour what happened was is there's been these ongoing lawsuits the the pga tour nobody knows the exact number but three four five hundred million they have in reserves they've spent a hundred million in the last year fighting these lawsuits they've spent 50 million dollars in the pip so they've they've they dove into some of their reserves and they looked at it long term saying, you know, this this lawsuit could go on three, four years. Our reserves are done. And uh, Jimmy Dunn, who actually I know personally, I know him fairly well. I mean, I don't know him on a personal level, but I know him fairly well. He he brokered this deal. He reached out to Yasser months ago and uh, said, hey, what what's your goal here? What's your end game? And they, uh, they got the deal done. There's a number of different things on here we're going to discuss. Rory McIlroy, Jay Monaghan. Oh, geez. Love golf. Greg Norman, hypocrisy. What one do you want to start with? Let's let's start at the top. Jay Monahan and Rory McIlroy. Jay Mon- Rory McIlroy was Jay Monahan's mouth. Is Jay Man- Monahan's mouthpiece? Maybe not so much now that all this has happened. But what Rory did, what Rory has done since the beginning. I mean, this this is totally blown up in his face, and he's gonna he's just kind of a laughing stock, if you ask me now. And 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 to do all that, and then. I mean, he's still a hell of a golfer. He's one of the best golfers in the world, but he hasn't closed the deal. He's played great for 54 holes many times this year. If you look at stats, he's probably number one over 54-hole period. What does that say, Rory? I mean, you've been railing against these guys who play 54 holes, but you can't close the deal. Mm-hmm. If he had played in live golf, he'd probably have won about $20 million already this year. He'd, he'd win $20 million and they would have paid him five or $600 million to play. I mean, it's... Well, anyone that listens to this podcast for the last whatever three, four, five years will know that I I really like Roy McIlroy as a golfer. I think he's you know, outstanding. Right? Hard to argue with that. The last couple of years, his attitude has been so biased. Mm-hmm. It's been so critical, and I think he he's not endeared himself to a lot of people with how outspoken he has been. I actually kind of feel sorry for him in a, way, a, a little bit of a way. I, I can't. I you can't. can't. Okay, but I, I can because he's a patsy. He's the fall guy. He is he the lo- fall guy. He looks. He looked completely defeated in his first interview mm-hmm. about this because I, I again I think we we probably touched on this that guys like John Ram, Scotty Scheffler, they didn't. They never get pulled into the whole live versus PGA tour. They sat in the fence. They said, well, we're happy doing what we're doing here. Good yep. luck to those guys. But they never distanced themselves with McElroy. McElroy basically drew a line in the sands. And if, if he now plays any That's the event. thing. And a number of those guys did draw the line in the sand. You're right. You're right. Scheffler, Rom, guys like that, they were smart about it. And I yep. can respect that because they didn't say anything 
really negative about those guys. They said, okay, they did what's in the best interest of them. If you rail against the Saudis, especially on the basis of human rights or terrorism, you're totally tainted now, and you're a hypocrite if you're taking the paycheck. You should resign from the tour. If you stood on those grounds before, currently going forward, starting this week, really, I mean, the, the, the Saudi tour, it, all that money is now tainted if you're a believer in the Saudi government is is all terrorists and, you know, your human rights. We wouldn't take their money. It's all blood money. You're now taking their money. So There's a connection to this. The Canadian Open is this week. So this is for people tuning in from in the future. This is, where are we? June 2023. A week so, before the U.S. Open. So the Canadian Open is, is sponsored by RBC. Correct. Who have massive ties to Saudi Arabia. Ding, 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 ding. ding. So the, the women... The LPG, uh, what's it called? The LPGA. Yes, correct. Right. So, they they were out in Saudi Arabia just a month ago, mm-hmm. two months ago, within the last eight weeks. Yeah. Nothing was mentioned about the money, the blood money. Of course not. We played the World Cup in Qatar. There you go. December twenty twenty two. Nothing was mentioned. Well, very little, and not enough was mentioned about maybe the human rights and the treatment of workers. It wasn't bad enough that. All these teams still turned up and people still watched it. People are talking about how they hate live golf, but they don't mind watching Manchester City, who just won the treble yesterday. They won the European Cup, yep. the Champions League. They've won the league, the FA Cup. They don't buy Saudi money. Newcastle United, you're going to stop watching the Premier League. Tennis, golf, Formula One, our football, it's all tainted they, they money. they got their you hand in all of it. You and can't live in, in, in corporate... Modern day, and start picking and choosing. You know, and 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 let tell me this: Have you heard one player yet resign from the PGA Tour because they're now collecting Saudi money? I think it will happen. There will be one or two guys that say that stand up on their previous record, saying, "I'm not going to play for this because I don't believe in it." But I, who? Yeah, exactly. I haven't heard any yet. I haven't heard any yet. I haven't heard any yet because money talks. Money talks. I said that from the start. Money talks, and when money's involved, just like caddies. How many times have, I could probably a half dozen, a dozen times in the last 10, 15 years, walking down 18, this guy's a complete asshole, he can't wait to see the back of them, all of a sudden, he keeps peeling them off. And yeah. you, and you hey say, buddy, so how you, are you? You're playing the week course tomorrow, yeah? yeah, yeah okay, yeah. well, I'll, I'll be there at 9.20, because money talk, we can all be bought. Correct. And everybody, and, and, and I, I hope, I don't know if you're going to interject a lot of the stuff we've talked about previous, because I sent you a lot where we talked about Live Golf, money talks. And these guys, I mean, we've talked, they were going to merge. They're hypocrites. They were going to merge. This was going to happen. We talked about this before the first tournament. I said, at some point, personally, I said, at some point, there will be a merger. And you replied, there won't be a merger. They'll be bought. They'll be straight up bought. And what happened? They were bought. They got bought. Should Jim, I think Jim Monahan should be gone. He should, but you see, he he's Amazing. keeping him on. He's keeping him on. Not only that, uh, allegedly he's going to oversee live golf. Yeah. So so, where does Greg Norman figure? In oh, this? he's got to be out. He's got to be out for from Monahan's standpoint. And I I would think Monahan would try to shut down live, but I don't I don't know that Yasir's going to jump at that. I guess I, I, I we haven't. I, I don't know if we heard anything from Greg Norman. Has he come out and said anything? Has there any statements? I I heard he said. Lives going nowhere, but I don't know where he thinks he's going. I mean, okay. <laughs> now the players that are currently on Live Golf, somebody said they might have to be interviewed to come back. 
to come back on. Well, the the talk now is it's a, the the new entity is a for profit, and Jay Monahan came out and said, you know, those live guys are going to suffer the penalties, and here's what's going to happen. Uh, all the PGA Tour players that stuck it out and decided to stay here, you're going to have a vested interest, an equity share in the new tour. So you're going to be a partner in the new tour. And as it grows, your money will grow with that tour. You're going to make out better than those live guys that, that left. Give me a break. Uh, Give me a break. Yeah. Don't, don't fall for that, folks. The other thing is, I, we, we don't, the, the 2023 season is going to stay the same, apparently. That's what they're saying. How does this move forward? It it seems like an absolute shambles. They, they haven't they haven't released any real details. They haven't released any real details on how it's gonna how it's gonna move forward. But unbelievable! You have to think that next year that those live guys will be able to play in any tournament that they want to play in. Uh huh. Yeah. Money talks. And they're gonna the they're, they're not only that we haven't even nobody's talked about this, but the old. The official world golf rankings, that's going to change, I think, in the near future. They're going to have to start giving these guys status. Obviously, you gave Brooks, Brooks Kepka was given a ton of points winning winning the PGA. But, I mean, these guys are going to have to start getting points because now they're all together. Now, what do you think about the timing of this? As far as what? It comes so close to the PGA Championship. Well, the question is, why did it happen? You're right. The timing, why did it happen? And you've heard why why a lot of people say it happened, right? Because who was leaving? Who was leaving? John Rahm was in advanced talks and yeah. ready to pull the trigger and say, see you later, PGA Tour. And Monaghan couldn't have that. No. You can't have the guy who just won the Masters, especially with <laughs> the guy who finished second, Phil Mickelson, right there beside him, already on live, and the guy who just won the Masters defects to live. And the PGA Championship. Yeah. I'm going to take you back to the PGA Championship, the Michael Block thing, okay? Okay. You watched the whole thing, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, of course. Okay, well, really great achievement. Brooks Kepka wins it. I thought he played brilliantly. He did. There was very little weakness in his game. Mm-hmm. and He's back, officially. He never looked like, from the from the Saturday, that he was going to lose this championship. He, he was the, the forerunner. He's an absolute winner. Ooh, and somebody I know put a little dough on that, too. Yeah, I, I, want, I, want a, I want a little <laughs> cheddar on that. All the stories were about this character, Michael Block, okay? As they should have been. Why? Because it was an amazing story. Why is that an amazing story? Uh, a club pro in in the hunt and paired with Rory McIlroy on Sunday and then making a hole. That was amazing. And then making a hole-in-one paired next to Rory McIlroy. Right. It was so, an amazing performance. So there's a guy called Craney who used to carry for Lloyd Saltman, mm-hmm. okay? He, in 2005... Open at St. Andrews that Tiger Woods won. He finished, I think he might, you'll have to check it, but I think he may have finished top 10. He would have been 19 years old at the time. Wow. Cinderella story. Was there massive hype about it? Now, I know the world has changed in, in dramatic ways with social media, etc. I feel as if the media, golf media, television in general, oversold that story. Now, Block is 46 or 47 years old. It wasn't his first major. No, he There's plays in the PGA Championship almost every year because so he, he's that good where he can play in the Club Pro Championship right. and the top 20 get in. He finished tied 15th. It's amazing. I don't think that. I think they made a... It's a very wonderful achievement. There was... How many column inches do you think or how much time was dedicated to that as opposed to the actual winner? And why do you think that is? 
Good point. It was I a mean, God set. When you actually, well, when you I break think it down, even, even if John Rahm won, I think they would have given Black that attention. They would have, that was given him a little bit. Right? It's a different beast because in that championship, a lot most people. Well, it's tough to say most people, but I would say that most people don't believe those guys should be there. Why should those guys be playing in a in a in a major, taking spots away from the field when they're they're really good club pros? Why should they be there? Well, this guy Michael Block proved why they should be there because he can create a buzz and a story like that. He did. I, I, I have absolutely no issue with, with him. Not, to, not, not only that, but a local resort caddy was on the back. He was in the back. And it, John you know, Jackson. But when you take that personal side of it out of it, I'm just saying, when I sat down and thought about it, I see that the guy's getting interviewed in Good Morning America. I'm thinking, you finished tied 15th. Now, if you don't make a hole-in-one, now you know all about hole-in-ones. Yeah, on the Friday that hey, neither of us saw it go in. I mean, he had 160, I had 48. The, <laughs> on the Friday, do you remember he he shanked it out of bounds? Yeah, hit a tree, it came back in. Yeah, yeah. So that's and he made a four. That could easily have been miscut potentially material. You oh, know, for you do sure, that. for sure. The hole in one on Sunday, if it's an inch left, right, long short. One wonder. It's probably the best hole in one I've ever seen. Slam dunk, unbelievable on the fly. But let's say that doesn't go in the hole. And I know it's ifs and buts. Instead of finishing tied fifteenth, we're talking thirtieth. Do we? I actually, oh yeah, I, two shots. Yeah. I just I think the whole buzz and good luck to him. Hats off to him. He he's going to ride that as as far as it can go. But I would call it the corrupt golf media made such a huge deal about it because a live golfer bossed it and won it, and they had to take the shine away. I don't know. I don't believe that. I I I think that. Just, okay. It was a perfect storm of everything. For him to make the cut, play pretty darn good to make the cut, and then get paired with Rory McIlroy on Sunday in the last round, I mean, that's storybook. They, they could make a movie out of that week. That was oh, incredible. Come on. That's not uh, a movie I'm going to watch. Certainly a 30 for 30. They'll a make 30. a 30 for 30. A 30. Look at the 30 for 30, Zabo. They're not making a 30 for 30. You maybe, watch. Maybe a 30 second you commercial. You heard it here first. It oh, will be a 30, a 30 for 30. For 30. Oh. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You spent too much time down at Disneyland. I drank the Kool-Aid. I, you need to start smoking menthols. <laughs> but, okay, so we go back to Monaghan should go. He should have. He should have gone last year. Yep. But inept, spineless, weak. If he had actually sat down with Greg Norman from the start, bingo, come up with some sort of resolution, then they don't have to lose hundreds of millions of dollars on lawsuits. It so never, he is. Yeah, he is correct. the cause of this. Correct. It never should have gotten here to begin with. They should have been immediately allowed to play wherever you want, whenever you want. Wallace, who listens to the the podcast all the time. He thinks that McElroy knew all about this from from the start. He thinks it's all a plant. McElroy knew that this was this was going to happen, and I don't I don't really see that he was going to play the fall guy. I don't under, yeah, I don't understand where that comes. And play from. terrible every Sunday he yeah. plays in a tournament. I mean, did he know that too? So I feel sorry from you. Don't he's the patsy. He he. I I actually thought in his interview he looked devastated, and when he was asked about Monaghan, he was very diplomatic. I think you have he should, to be. Well, he's still playing for the guy. Well, he should have thrown him under the bus. He should have. He You're said, right. and he should have said it right there and said, "You know what? I'm now going to be forced to look like a hypocrite because this guy threw me under the bus." But he was probably getting paid a ton of money to do it. You got to figure. You have to. Figure. So the, the that, that's two things going forward. Nobody has any clue what's going to happen. No. But what are your thoughts? Do you think this is good for the game of golf? No. 
Really? And what, why, why is that? I think, and I'll say it from the start, they all talked about growing the game. Oh, it's all about integrity. So PGA Tour, we're talking about, or the guys that wanted to stay, they talked about legacy. They talked about uh, blood money. They they talked about competition. It only ever had, it's only ever got one, one thing. It's money. Money is everything. So the problem is, I think next year, you're going to have 20 events around you know, the, the four majors and then these other events and the top 75 guys in the world will play for huge, huge, huge money. Mm-hmm. And everyone else is going to be living off scraps. Things like the RBC Canadian Open, no one's going to watch it. I enjoy watching both. I can actually, I, I don't go out my way. I went out my way to watch Live just to so I had an opinion about it. Yeah, yeah. And I went to an event. And on a Sunday, I'll, I'll quite enjoy it. If I'm in the house, I'll finish caddy and I'll actually turn the TV on. I'll watch, I'll watch the PGA Tour. Yeah, um, we we were we were abused the last couple of days by by some guy. Oh, that guy on on, on Twitter. Just I just for, responded to him yet again. You did, yeah. Okay, it oh, was a good called, one too. Called us douchebags. Yeah, and he says we're live fanboys. I'm not. I'm not a fanboy of anything. I just we've I, never I railed hip- against it. We've never, we've never railed against it. I just hate the hypocrisy. And everyone talks about the the, the growth of the game. I don't. See, I don't see it. The amount of money, the, the good that could have get done at grassroots. Are we seeing any benefit at grassroots? No, are we, we're seeing increased prices. Yeah. Because more people are watching it, maybe, and more people are maybe wanting to play. I, I don't know. Or, or currently, there's a certain number of players playing the game. I, I, COVID might have been, had more to do with it than growing the game because people could be outside. Good point. I don't think it's anything to do with Live Golf or PGA Tour. Yeah. I think it's just, it all comes back to money. So the LPGA Tour, that's what LPGA. I, I don't know, LPGA Tour, that's yes, what it that's is. that's accurate. Uh, the KF, KFC, we haven't even mentioned the DP Tour. They're intertwined in all this, yeah. That's like twilight here. Yeah. You know I mean, absolute garbage, right? Well, hopefully not anymore. But where, where does it all go? I, I just, none of these, even in the PGA Tour now, Zabo, what was the one last week that Hovland won? It's like a second class event now. Oh, last week, yeah. I could, couldn't even tell you, but yeah. It, uh, no, no, it was Memorial. Oh yeah, that's not a second class event. Okay, yeah, you won the elevated. Yeah, yeah. It was the week before it. Uh, Harry Hill or Harry Hall. Harry, Harry Hill. Hall. Harry Hill's a comedian in England, right? He actually lost that. Too. He did. I had a little money on him because oh, yeah, he was yeah. leading. He shot ten under in the first yeah, day or something. And then the last, like, it was actually quite entertaining to watch my watch. You know, your your twenty five pounds go down the down the drain. As it was, I can't remember exactly who it was, but these three guys, um, Grillo. Emiliano Grillo. Yeah, he won right, for he won the it. first time in but he double bogeyed two months. Yeah, yeah. And and they they kept on like Hall missed I think three, maybe four, two three foot putts. Yeah. And he should have been coasting, right? And nobody had any nobody could cut it. It was as I say, it was entertaining because I had a little money on it. But otherwise, it was scrap. Absolute scrap. No one's watching that. Because the players, Jay Monaghan, because of his ineptness, his spinelessness. To actually speak to Greg Norman has, and then copy what Live Golf have done. They have created maybe even a three-tier system on their events, where you have to play in these top ones, and then there's all this money. And then, if you're an AT and T Pebble Beach Pro Am, mm-hmm. no one's turning up for that because they're going to go to the waste management yeah, the yeah. week after the elevated event. So, I just don't. I think the top 50, 75 guys in the world of golf are going to make. A fortune, oh, and killing. everyone else, 
to try and get on to, I was talking to a lad who's actually a caddy, a local caddy, and he was a pro. I think we'll have him on actually one day, uh, Eddie. And oh, Eddie Olson, yeah, he, he <sighs> dude, yeah, good player, phenomenal. super good player, phenomenal player. But he was just talking. I says, "Will you go back? Try and get back on?" And he says, "To be honest with you, it's so hard now, yeah, because the the, the the amount of money you have to throw at it." Which is crazy. He is so good. He's so good. But so good. you go like, where, where is the future of this game going? And because it's just, it's turning into, I think, an elitist sport in a way. It is in a way. And you're right about the top 75 guys. You're going to make astronomically more money. But I think it's going to benefit benefit professional golfers across the board. And I do believe that you this think? is. Yes, I do. And I, I do believe that this is. Well, I, I think some of those guys are going to be without a tour to play on. Some of them. But I think the majority of them are going to make more money with this new new infusion of cash and tours together. And and, and not only that, I, I do think it's good for the game. I think it's going to actually grow the game. I, I think Jimmy Dunn is a very, very smart man, and I think he's more altruistic than people believe. I think he he's not doing this for any financial motive for himself. He's really? Not, not at all. Not at all. Do you know you know who Jimmy Dunn is? Like I, I know him personally. I don't know I know numerous stories about him based on what I've seen. Like true altruistic stories where they're not being publicized or published. And he's just he's a good guy. And I think he is the fact that he brokered this deal makes me believe it's in the best interest of the game. Well, he, if he thought it was in the best interest of the game, he might have done it two years ago. Three years ago, been more influential. Yeah. The reason true. he's probably done it is as you've said, is because Otherwise, the PGA Tours get their back up. Well, he, the wall. well he saw the writing on the wall there. That's true. That so, he saw the writing on the wall there. But I, I, I think it's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna be healing for the game of golf over time. How is this strategic alliance between the DP Tour, our former European Tour, and the PGA Tour going? That's really great for the yeah. European Tour players. No, I hear you there. Like I told you, the Thomas Peter story when he tried to get into the Genesis at Riviera, he's ranked 32 or 33 in the world. That's insane. And he can't get in. That's insane. He can't play in that event. He's 32, 33 in the world because it's only top 30 world ranking. So he then signs with Liv. I I don't know. That's going to change. That's going to change. I think the whole thing is a shambles. I I don't see any future in what they're trying to do, How who's going to come up with the details of this. How we're going to know gonna, a lot more in the in the coming weeks. Apparently, it's the next two weeks. Yeah, we're going to know a lot more. But the the the, uh, the nonstop media, Shambly still oh, at man. it. Oh man, said Yasir doesn't know anything about the golf. The guy lives, eats, and breathes golf. I mean, get out of here, Brandel. Why do you think Brandel Shambly is given? Like he, a lot of stuff's coming out about him being uh, a misogynist, a sexist. Shocking. Have you seen and his wife? Yeah, and then a bully, because each after what? the PG after the Brooks Kepka won, Brad Faxon he, he he tried to bully him about the right. Oh, I Cup. saw that. Yeah, and, and and you're thinking, how can the Golf Channel possibly keep paying this guy, who was a nobody, swings it like a fourteen handicapper, blocks you in Twitter if he doesn't agree with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. The other one, Lynch, just they, as bad. I, I don't know the, the, the whole thing. We're gonna see. I, I can't imagine they keep him around for that long. If he, he can't, you can't rail against uh, the Saudis and live for very much longer. I mean, he's gonna be signing his paycheck soon enough. Mental. Uh, it's gonna be interesting to see. Uh, we'd like to hear from you folks. Email podcast at glorifieddonkey.com. Send us a message on on the Twitter, on Instagram. What are your thoughts? 
where do you see the future of golf going? There are some questions at us. Everyone knows. I hate the hypocrisy from it. I just wish people came out from the start and just said it's all about money. Yeah. Because you have your players as well. Harold Varner. Harold Varner. I'm doing this strictly for money, money and my family. And good for you, Harold, because you just won a live event. Yeah. And then, but then the the players oh, who didn't jump ship, oh, well, they'll get rewarded. But we thought it was never about money. It was about legacy. They're, they just keep changing the goalposts. The, the narrative changes continually. I don't watch Golf Channel personally. I, I watched after the PGA because obviously I wanted to see what idiots like Chambly and, yeah, yeah. and, and Eamon Lynch had to say. Oh, God. Uh, and, and their bias. I was wondering how where the narrative would then go. But I, I don't know. It's There's so many unknowns, Zabo. There is. And we're going to find out a lot more in the coming weeks and we'll talk about it again. But, you know, go back and listen to previous episodes. We've talked about this numerous times and what was going to happen. And a lot of what we said has it's come happened. to light. Zabo actually texted me the other night. He said, episode number 96, The Gypsy Life. Check that one out. Living the living the life, was that? Number 95, that's when I went to Portland with mm-hmm. wee Chris. Number 94, call 911, he says. There, there's a lot of them. And they're, they're, I sent you the timestamps on those. But they're, they're, listen to some of those episodes. And this a lot of these were before the first live event. And, and and we knew this was going to happen eventually, and I'm glad it did it did when it did because it was going to happen if 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 it was drawn out another two three years, the PGA Tour would really be in shambles. And I do like the PGA Tour. I do like watching those guys play, mm-hmm. and I'm very happy that we're going to have to we're going to get to have our villains back. We're going to yeah. see P. Reed back on tour. We're going to see Bryson DeChambeau. Mm-hmm. Maybe even Lee Westwood plays in an event or two. There was a guy actually contacted me on Twitter, and he said. He's not looking forward to the majors as much now because he was really enjoying the whole live. And I got to be honest, I I was enjoying seeing That's where the live point. golfers went because I actually I truly believe golfers all talk to each other, and I truly believe that John Ram was going to jump ship. Yeah, I, I numerous outlets reported it, and I I don't disbelieve it for a minute. Jordan Spieth said that he was playing too much golf after the Masters. That's why. He, he didn't play or perform as well. Correct. Uh, Brooks Kepka is now 100% fit. These guys have found a balance of the number of golf tournaments. And if anyone ever wants to look back at how many golf tournaments Jack Nicholas, how many he used to play a year, I think it's in around about the 22 to 26 mm-hmm. a year. There's something to be said about live. Oh, and, for sure. And why have we got too much, so much golf on TV? Well, it's all to do with money. 100%. So, always is, always will be. Like I say, I used Manchester City as the analogy a couple of years ago, and they just won the European Cup yesterday, and that was always the goal. And you cannot compete against... If, it's like going to a casino. You might win and win and win. You, you, they'll always have more money house, than you. Yeah. You the can't outspend them. They have unlimited funds. And in this situation, the house is with uh, Greg Norman. I, I, I would look, to, look forward to seeing what happens. All of these guys should be thanking Greg Norman because he has the he was the catalyst behind well, all of this, and, and Phil Mickelson for that matter. Phil Mickelson, a hundred percent, they should be on their knees thanking you've you've created this opportunity for us to get paid. There's a book coming out soon, Billy Mick- Walters' book. Yeah, is Mick- Mickelson's going to get reamed in that? Uh, allegedly, I mean, I I did caddy for the man not too long ago, and yeah. I'm really excited. I definitely hit the pre-order on the book. I got to come in the day it comes out. I will let you know. Yeah, you can read it and just uh, tell me. I'm not a big reader, but uh, excellent. Well, listen, I hope you enjoyed that little uh, short, you know, quick nine holes of a podcast. 
Sabo, thanks uh, for for your time. Hopefully, you can make the next episode. It's good to be back. I'm here here for a while. You are? Yeah, I plan on it. Oh, yeah. like, oh I thought you were going to be going back to Disneyland. No, 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 not for a little bit. Perfect. A month or two. Well, thank you for your time. Have a great week. Uh, we will be back with another episode next week. Okay, that'll be episode 114. We'll be back to Caddy Stories. As we say, thanks for, for listening. Email us if you have any questions or comments. Podcast at glorifiedonkey.com. Check out the Big Game Golf app available on the Apple Store. And get out of there, enjoy your golf, but more importantly, keep it humble.